Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast to discover the best of all time. I'm Nick Keller, alongside my co-host and best friend, Cody Lena. We discuss various pop culture topics and narrow it down to truly the best of all time. Or as we like to call it, the boat. But before anyone can step foot on the boat, we put them into a Sweet 16-style tournament. We argue each round until we decide a winner. Nick, what criteria do we use when we decide who steps foot on the boat? Whatever the hell we want, Cody. But this season, we'll also be using the knowledge of our guest expert. We have Megan Yellowboy here, if you want to tell us where you're from. And then also, why Disney Channel original movies? Uh, yeah, so uh, my name is Megan Yellowboy. Uh, I'm a cast member on The Crit Show. We're an actual play tabletop role-playing game podcast. Why why DCOMs? You know, I was going through a couple of different options of like what I would want to talk about. And I've got I've got some good ones in, in my brain where I was like, what can I, what can I really get into? I knew that I wanted it to have just some like nostalgia to it because I, that's what I get most fiery about. <laughs> it was the, <laughs> things things from my youth. And and this one came up to my head and I was like, I could, I could think of 16 of those. And I I loved them enough to where I could do this. And I know I I know you guys well enough to know that like you could get passionate about it as well. So I figured it'd be a good time. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm looking at this list and it is just, every group's got bangers in it. They're, everything is represented here. We're not going to have an easy time is what I'm trying to say. And it comes right out the gate with that. It's yeah. going to be a lot of yelling. There's going to be a lot of, a lot of hurt <laughs> feelings at the end of all of this, but we are in group A where we have the one seed Brink going up against the 16 seed Genius. And then we have the eight seed Johnny Tsunami going up against the nine seed, the 13th year. Megan, I'll let you pick. Which one do you want to start with? Well, let's start Start with number one. All right. Brink I got something to say right genius. now. I got some beef with Megan. Okay, Megan? You used to be a soul skater. You used to do it for the squad, for the love of the game. But then you <laughs> sold out and went to Team X-Blades, the crit show. I was your dungeon master for years, and then you left me to <laughs> You're an X-Blader now, right? I'm a soul skater and I always will be. Unless someone no. wants to pay me. I swear to God, if someone wants to pay me, I'll be on X-Blade so fast. <laughs> <laughs> Please give me money. Also, I went from playing Dungeons and Dragons to Monster in the Week. So I feel like if, if anybody went to the underdog side of things, it was me. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> right, though, this is the number one seed. I mean. This is the movie. When you think of Disney Channel original movies, if you bring them up, someone's like, oh, Brink? Like, that's the bar. That is literally nah, the bar. I can't agree with that one, but that's, I do agree that well, that's actually, this is great because for the first time we'll have a female's perspective throughout the season, because I do wonder if this is just like a, very much like a guy dude thing that Brink is our like number one all time decom. Like when you say decom, it's Brink for guys. Cause that to me, cause then the second you said, no, I was like, how dare you? And then I was like, <laughs> oh, well, people can have different opinions, Nick, um, and different things would have impacted you much, much differently. And so I'm glad to have you here throughout this. So that way we'll actually get a, a good perspective on these Disney Channel original movies and how they impacted people's lives. I will agree that I think it's one that definitely a lot of people think of first. I don't remember it very well. I, I know that I've seen it. And I remember thinking it was really cool. And like the camera angles were so cool. How they were like shot from the ground. And it was like, oh, you can see them do all the cool tricks on the yeah. roller blades. Um, but I don't know. My mom had kind of a thing about like not really wanting us to watch boy shows. Mm. which I think probably influenced that a little bit. But yeah, I do, I do know a lot of people love this one very dearly. The thing yeah. about, do, okay, do you think Brink was an elaborate ruse by big rollerblades to make people try to rollerblade again? Because in the 90s, there was this huge push for rollerblading. Everyone wanted me to rollerblade. Big rollerblade was like heavily invested because that's when you see like, like land hockey or whatever you want to call it. Like <laughs> street hockey. hockey, like people trying to like... <laughs> 
Land hockey, that's a different thing. Okay, street hockey is like on pavement. Land hockey, I'm just saying like a field of grain and dudes running around like peeking their like jumping to peek their heads up over the grain, like out there. That's basically lacrosse, except in a field of grain. That's what I've got. Yeah, basically. This makes me disappointed that air hockey isn't played in the sky. <laughs> yeah, right. You should this implication is that air hockey should be played in the sky. Huge missed opportunity. <laughs> Why are we playing underwater hockey? It's Blitzball. I'm describing Blitzball. God. We talked a lot about Genius in the pre-show, which, I mean, we don't have Patreon yet, but if we ever do, you'll get to it. Here's the deal. He teach. this is how he gets, all right. He's a kid genius. He makes his team win the hockey game, which is important for some reason. I think if he, the hockey team loses, the coach gets fired and the coach can't get fired because that's the girl he's like, dad. Okay, boom, there's the plot. He puts like magnets in the skates and metal underneath the ice rink. And he has a bunch of like remote control cars with metal underneath the ice rink. And he's driving these remote control cars and that's steering the players around on the ice. No, you're almost there. You're almost close. You're almost there. So it's, it's, it's well, cause the crazy thing is like the technology that they've invented over the course of, I mean, he's there for less than a semester and has figured out a way to use the Gravitron that they that they have underneath the ice skating rink. And what you do is you put on these like little- That's what it was. They, yeah, like he used like dots. negative particles so that he yeah. broke electrons since they move in pairs and he put the pairs in one skate and the pairs in the other. So that's what it was. Yep, you know how separating oh, no. an atom is how we create atom bombs? He did that, but for rollerblading and for ice, ice skating and to win the girl. Yeah, so oh, man. Okay. it's like if the Manhattan Project was about getting laid more than it was about killing millions of people. Wasn't it though? <sighs> yeah. I don't, I mean, I but gonna, you couldn't really say much when you were in it. I guess maybe afterwards you got to maybe use that clout. But then I feel like the world, that's a weird thing to pull up to a bar and be like, you know, I uh, i worked on the Manhattan Project. Like, oh, the, the thing that killed literally tens and thousands of people. Yeah, that one. Doesn't really <laughs> work. <laughs> doesn't yeah it doesn't feel like as Weird much of flex, like but okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> maybe someone would be in but it's it feels like a rough play to try uh, to to get you some to get you some uh some strange at the bar on a late night so i have not seen genius and like we, we talked about this before this is how it became the 16th seed though was because it was just the description from some people who have seen it is so wild it sounds like a fever dream i am so here for it but it's brink okay I, I'm torn right now because I'm riding that genius wave. I got on it early in the pre. I got it in the first round of the play-in and I've been riding it ever since. I just don't think it can be Brink. How can, Megan, you really have sold out X-Blades, okay? Like if you think <laughs> Brink doesn't serve. Here's one thing I want to say. So in, because the big plot point of genius is once again, child genius who goes to, he goes to just a, once again, a local school in Wisconsin, just a Wisconsin college. Could be <laughs> any of them, but just a local Wisconsin college. His real name is Charlie Boyle. Great nerd name. So then when he has, when he meets this cute girl at like the local skating rink and she's like, who are you? What's your name? Okay, your name's Charlie Boyle and you have to come up with a new cooler name because you know your name's dorky. What would you decide to go with? Oh, Chuck Manley. Derek Fury would be mine. <laughs> uh, oh man, I, like, I've, I don't know. My name's so cool as it is. <laughs> Charlie Boyle, you're 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 pretty pumped on Charlie Boyle as far as like cute girl. Her name is Claire Addison. You can't Ooh, roll up to a Claire a... Addison. That... Charlie Boyle and Claire Addison does not sit at the same lunch table. No. It it it's all about your attitude though. <laughs> you can make it work. I love that, that you're that you're just sitting energy. here preaching the confidence angle. You're the you're the captain of the hockey team that he really needed in his dorm room. <laughs> 
that he had to be in. Oh yeah, I'm a great, I'm a great hype man. I'll, I, will, I will. I can vouch for that. Megan's a great person to have in your corner if you need to get hyped. So, yeah. so here is the name that he on the spot goes with. And remember, this is the '90s, so this might have sounded cooler then than it does now. Is it Johnny Blaze? Oh, I would see that. That's what we're talking about. Because you're trying to perceive yourself as a bad boy, you gotta go Johnny Blaze. No, he went with Chaz Anthony. (laughs) (laughs) That's the coolest thing. He's like Chaz. Oh, if I if she thinks my name's Chaz, she's gonna be super into me. Oh my god. We can't, okay, we can't, if Brink doesn't get through, whatever. We can't have Brink in a thing and not talk about Eric, Eric Von Denton. What the hell? That guy was in everything for like a minute and then gone. Yup. What happened to him? Is he okay? Has anyone checked on Eric Von Denton? I think, I really want, it feels like maybe he, I think he's just out there rollerblading in like Santa Monica. Like he's just living, like that was his dream. That like, he was just probably, he was probably rollerblading somewhere. And they're like, hey, do you want to be in a movie about skating? And he's like, yeah, I mean, I was going to do that anyway today. (laughs) And then he just, he makes a couple movies, realizes like, that's not the thing. Also, you have to remember Paul Walker is around at this time. And they look like strikingly similar. And I think Paul Walker just wanted it more. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, he didn't, didn't have the drive that Paul Walker had. Paul Walker just real like, cause you had two kind of these like skater bro ass guys. And like, I think Paul Walker was like, I'm going to do this. And Eric was like, I'm going to get back to rollerblading, man. I got to get back. I got to go find my spirit. There's something about Eric Von Denton though, where it's like, that's a type. Like if I was casting a movie, I would have in my like notes of cast members. It'd be like, I need strong, independent woman, you know, blah, blah, blah. I need Eric Von Denton type. What about, why don't we just get Eric Von Denton? No, not him. That guy kind of guy though. The last thing I remember him in was The Princess Diaries. He He was, was wasn't he? Huh. I can't remember the name of the show. That one show that is like, X-Files for kids that was on the Disney channel where she travels around in her mom's, her mom's a musician and they travel around in their, their family truck. They solve all these issues with like Bigfoot and like ghosts and stuff. Uh, so weird. So weird. Yeah, there it is. So Catherine and me have watched a lot of So Weird in the last like month. <laughs> I'm a little disappointed I don't remember the name of that show, but yeah. He's in that and he plays Eric Von Denton. You could literally take him out of that show and put him in break and no one would notice. I mean, genius, genius is great. But like my heart is is and forever. I mean, this is a situation though where I have seen Genius more recently, but I've almost avoided watching Brink for the fear that like it won't be what I remember. I have it's so like fond and it's just like is perfect in my mind. Be that never ending story treatment where you're just like, oh, this is not. Oh, this is great. like I'm I'm already assuming I'll see something kind of problematic that I'm like, holy shit, everyone, stop everything I just said. <laughs> <laughs> this movie, Brink is adapted and updates the 1865 novel Hans Brinker or The Silver Skates by Mary Mapes Dodge. This is an adaptation from an 1865 novel. Jeez, Disney, get your own creative <laughs> juice, man. <laughs> that is wild to me that, hey, who's reading an 1865 novel called Hans Brinker. But then at the same time, it's like, this is a very similar theme. Yo, 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 yo. You put this in Santa Monica on rollerblades and no one would fucking know. (laughs) I want to hear that pitch meeting so bad. (laughs) Like, you're going to Disney? With your... (laughs) (laughs) With your... With your Hans Brinker or the silver skates, and you're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is a story about 19th century Dutch life. There's this cool like, yeah, they're they're ice skating or something, and they're yeah. gonna get some skates. We put and they're, it- and they're gonna go fast, and we're gonna turn it into 
Frank. This has big like liberal arts stoner energy then knowing that like some kid, like someone, some professor made you read this old book. You got high out of your mind. You're like, but what if the skates were rollerblades? And you're like, that's a fucking sick movie. <laughs> also, I didn't know that it was called Brink because his last name was Brinker and his nickname was Brink. I don't remember that, but I do appreciate that they kept the same last name from the original novel. It's the original family. We now that we, okay, here's the deal. We gotta, we gotta spark notes this book, get all the important details. We have to watch this movie with a critical eye and spot all the homage they paid to this Dutch family trying to survive in the 1860s. <laughs> I'm not gonna Brink. I gotta do it. I gotta do it. Got it. I'm sorry, Megan. That, no, don't. Don't apologize. I'm fine. I didn't have a whole lot of stake in this round just because I don't have that much emotional connection, but I am totally here for it because this is amazing. I'm also going to move Brink on as well. So it, it just, it has to. I do love Genius, but we got to move Brink on. So we have the eight seed Johnny Tsunami going up against the nine seed the 13th year or what I like to call just what I assume happens in Australia. Like, I just think everyone in Australia just becomes a mermaid when they turn 13. And it's just, they're just not telling us. <laughs> Damn it. I was born on the wrong continent. I think that all the time. I, I I just feel such New Zealand energy. And I'm so bummed that like my life doesn't never, I wasn't raised there. I feel like me. The, New Zealand's the best of both worlds too. You get to, you know, you're chill and on your own island, you got, you get to live your life, but you don't have to do the horrible, painful, extremely painful mermaid transformation that happens to everyone in the 13th year of Australia. I'm here for it. Does this I take, mean, no, it, am yeah, I making that nice. up? This took place in Australia. Why do I think, does this not take place in Australia? Is it just ambiguous where it is? Because in my head, this is Australia. Is that is that just me? I don't remember it being Australia, but. <laughs> what we do need to talk about is the shared Mortal Kombat Disney universe. Because Johnny Tsunami is Shang Tsung, and we need to address this right now. Wait, what? <laughs> the, the actor who plays Johnny Tsunami, the original Johnny <gasps> Tsunami, the grandpa, is the same actor who plays Shang Tsung in Mortal Kombat. No He's way. The souls. He's the leader of the Dark Tournament. Oh, and by the way, he shreds that Nar, y'all. Gets on those legs. <laughs> yeah, you're it out on right. How do you think he comes down off of all the murder he has to do? Like, have you ever surfed before? It is the most zen, peaceful thing you can do. It That makes sense to me that, like, if you were a murderer and you needed to kind of come down off that energy... Dude, I, okay, so this, I've just tied them together. So Johnny Tsunami's out on the waves chilling with Little Tsunami, which I assume is the kid's name. And he's like, Grandpa, why do you like to surf? And then it goes into Johnny Tsunami's flashback of the entire Mortal Kombat franchise. Wait, we Johnny, just watch all of that. And then it comes back to Grandpa Tsunami. And he's like, I just like to chill, man. <laughs> I've seen some things. You know, Johnny Tsunami is not the grandpa. It's the kid, right? No, the original Johnny Tsunami is the grandpa. And is, the he, is he Johnny Tsunami Jr.? He's Johnny, he's Johnny Kapahala. Yeah. So I, his, wait, am I, wait, so I'm... Why do they call the movie Johnny Tsunami if grandpa's only in it for like a hot minute? Because he's like the guy. That's fair. He is the inspiration. What? Wait, this is... <sighs> Are we sure? I mean, I know I'm reading the, I know I'm reading it right now and I can see it in front of my face that no, he's Johnny Capahala and his grandpa was Johnny Tsunami. But now I'm very pissed off that that doesn't make any sense to me why you would name the movie after the grand. I mean, cause does he, at the, I'm trying to remember at the end, does he get the name Johnny? Does he take his grandpa's life and thusly assume the mantle of Johnny Tsunami? <laughs> and his legend. <laughs> he's being groomed to be, sh that's why, 
that's why the dad moves away from Hawaii into the cold mountains because not because he wants his son to not surf and get a better education. Like he says, no, he knows the blood ritual for the next Shang Tsung is coming with the next dark tournament. And he has to get his kid out of there. I mean, it makes well, or you're trying to train your kid on different environments because Mortal Kombat can take place anywhere. Why wouldn't you be like, Hey, you're clearly ripping it up here on the beaches of Hawaii, but I got to get you out there to Colorado. Where does it (laughs) Vermont? Is it Vermont? I think so, yeah. That makes sense. Because it's like the super yuppie, the super yuppie. uh, Like, you don't snowboard. And it's like, (laughs) I am from Hawaii. Yeah. I love the idea, too, that this is a a situation where, because maybe this does happen in real life. I don't get to know. I don't know who owns mountains, but I love that there's a, like, that the mountain (laughs) is divided. Like, that two people can own a mountain and that there's just an imaginary line where, like, nope, that's our side of, of a giant mountain. And that's what we will divide this up on. I, dude, I, I think what we need to think about is clearly the next Mortal Kombat, it's every generation. The next tournament is not going to be fought to the death. It is going to be in some sort of snowboarding, snow skating, like mortal skateboarding, surfing situation. And we're grooming the perfect man for it. Or is the perfect man the person who becomes a mermaid when they turn 13? Because imagine you have, I mean, you ostensibly have superpowers, right? Like becoming a mermaid, is that the best? If you had to turn into any kind of cryptozoology, zoological animal? Cryptid? Cryptid? Yeah, let's go with that. That's what Uh, they're called. Would you want mermaid? If at 13 you turn into any of them, mermaid at least seems kind of like nice. Like it's like werewolf seems brutal. Right? It feels like it's going to hurt. You become a monster. Mermaid's like at least kind of fun, but unless you're not near water. But is that the best one? Like when they were pitching this, was that the best one? Here's the thing. I would love to be a mermaid like more than most things. Just in general, that just sounds so perfect. I I love it. I was very very jealous of this boy as he as he turned into a fish. I just want to I just want to swim. I just want to be free. I've dyed my hair blue. I'm there. I'm I'm ready. It's so close. I'm, I'm, I'm spiritually, spiritually she's there. Yeah, except I'm very out of shape and I'm not a strong swimmer, so like that's not in my corner. But like I'm so I'm there. I'm so close, and I just oh I wanted this. But then there's the whole like subplot of like the guy that like so because it's like his mom is a mermaid and then he like she like gives him up and he gets adopted by this land this land family (laughs) (laughs) but there's like this guy and i'm trying to remember it's been a minute i didn't i didn't rewatch any of these before we we came to this bracket because i'm trying to go into it with like just what i remember oh no we'll do our research we'll do our research when we get to the final four no we're coming at this with with the knowledge that we have exactly no you're for for sure and so right space I'm, i'm trying to remember it but remember the mom like gives him up and he's just like yeah everything's cool i'm about to turn 13 all of a sudden he's like Oh man, I sure sure could use a drink of water. It's could use thirsty. another drink of water. Yeah, and then the, like he starts getting scales, and like it's it's kind of like it's, it's like a weird trans. I think it's a very very interesting that they had a young boy turning into a, a, a merman because yeah. you know I think traditionally when people think mermaid they think the Little Mermaid. Yeah, and so I think this was a really cool take on that where it was like it wasn't just like oh you got splashed with water and now you have a tail, but it was like. I think I remember like his hands getting like webbed and stuff and like him kind of being like, what is happening? (laughs) My body is changing now that I'm here 13. This is not representative of anything. Puberty's his, he must've just thought puberty was wild. Like (laughs) 
they told me this is gonna happen, but this is fucking <laughs> legit. Do you imagine being in class and you're like, hey, you guys, you guys are knowing like your body's getting a little different. Like, yeah, like your arm, yeah, my armpits stink now. Yeah, it's weird. You guys, are your hands get, like? Can your hands just stick to anything? And like, <laughs> you get like weird, like a weird kind of webbing, and they're like, ah, no, man, I, I don't have that yet. My voice cracked yesterday. <laughs> oh yeah, no, me too. No, yeah, no. Yeah. Hey man, yeah, what I'm color sure are your scales? <laughs> I'm starting, to get a little, I'm starting to find hair in places. I'm not used to having hair. Oh, yeah, dude. Too, and my penis totally went inside me. I just started spraying out stuff. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on with your body? <laughs> All right, what are we locking in? I have no, I, I, I'm leaning Johnny Tsunami, but I've never seen the 13th year. So I'm interested in it. I don't know a lot about it. Again, I love the idea of being a mermaid. I think it was a really neat one, but gosh, I want to learn to surf so bad. I've been snowboarding once. It did not go well. Ended up with a lot of bruises. Are we prepared for how radical the next fucking matchup's going to be if we do Johnny Tsunami <laughs> versus Brink? I'm just saying. It'd be tubular, man. I just, I don't know, man. It'd be, were we saying dank yet? Were the kids using that's no. why I, that's why I want to watch Brink is because I want to remember what the cool kids said in the 90s or what <laughs> or what 40 year old men thought cool kids cool said kids in the 90s. I think I got to go with Johnny Tsunami. I just remember like again not being really into sports at all but just being like man I really want to learn how to surf and then being like oh shit I kind of want to learn how to how to snowboard too. This is all very cool. I'm with, I think I'm more, I think I'm more team Johnny Tsunami on this one. Right. Oh, and, and I think there's a thing where him and his friend fly back to Hawaii after being Yeah, they do, they just run away. Yeah, and then, and then the dad's like, calls the grandpa and is like, give, give me my child back. <laughs> and the grandpa's <laughs> like, no, he hasn't learned his lesson. He, ha- he hasn't found the place in his heart. Yeah. And when, when he does that, then, then he'll come back. And it's just like, that's wild. He hasn't found the place in his heart. Only when he's ready for the dark tournament can I be the <laughs> I still think this is him just getting groomed for Mortal Kombat. Y'all can think whatever you want. You can right? have whatever headcanon you need. I know for a fact, need. for a fact, Liu Kang is not a mortal. And the, the mortal realm is going to need another representative. And it will be Johnny Tsunami's Johnny kid. Tsunami. I want to act like that this, that this is difficult for me. And it, and it is kind of. But like for me, it, if, I, if, if we're going to do our research and I'm going to sit down and watch four of these movies and one of them isn't Brink, did I even watch any Disney Channel original movies? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, Here's the, I don't under, I got a, I got a little thing on Johnny Tsunami. I got to figure out. Okay. Okay. So on the mountain, they split it in half, like you said, and they got the skiers on one side and the snowboarders on the other. And the skiers look down their nose at the snowboarders, right? Like they're poor, they're trash or whatever. But that's like, how poor can you be if you live in Vermont? You have a year long <laughs> ski resort. Like it's what the fuck are you doing? It's they the difference ski. between my dad drives a BMW and my dad drives a Volvo. Like you're like, I mean, they're both nice, man. Like it's not, they're not that different when you get, when it comes down to it. <laughs> you're on a mountain overlooking the entirety of mankind. And now you're arguing about pennies. That's right. what's happening in Johnny Tsunami. <laughs> well, right, well, especially if you think about too, the nature of how funding for school, because the big thing here is that it's the private school kids, which is like where Johnny Tsunami gets to go versus the public school kids. The skies versus the urchins, which are just awful team mascots, by the way. Why would you want to be the skies? That's a terrible oh, school mascot. Urchins, at least you're kind of like, oh, I've seen some dumb school names in my time traveling to high schools. Urchin, so I can see urchins, but either way, you, you still think once again, to your point, Cody, 
this is probably a very lucrative area. Property values are pretty good. But that public school is a very good public school that these kids are in. Like these kids aren't in like South Central LA. Like they're not on Skid Row. Like it's like, no, you're in fucking, you're in a ski town in Vermont. Your education's going pretty good. You probably got like at least 10 AP classes you could take. You probably got some great electives, some great teachers teaching you like art and like guitar and like all this cool stuff. Now nah, you're going to be okay. Life's going to be okay for you. Here's the thing though. In, in Johnny Tsunami, the like the big end thing was like they were going to have this race, right? And it was like, okay, well, if I win, I get this, you win, you get that. So if the asshole kids lose, you have to share the mountain. And if I lose, I give you this medal that goes to the best like surfer. And it's like a family medal that like they kept in their family <laughs> for <laughs> for like a very long time. And it was like, those are your stakes? I, I believe what you meant to say is it's uh, the invitation to the dark tournament. <laughs> <laughs> But do you guys just, I, Megan, you just taught me something. These movies end the exact same way. It's yeah, the exact the same ending. The last, you could replace the last 30 minutes of each movie with, you could just cut it and put it in the other movie. No yeah. one would notice a thing. Yeah, it's a decom sports movie, Cody. Of course it does. One big downhill race. And it's yeah, just exactly. like, winner takes every. I just All right, appreciate, what are we I, I appreciate the stakes Johnny Capahala was willing to to give up to get to get access to the other side of this mountain to this place he just fucking moved to and yep. like a sport that he had never done before he was willing to put it all on the line. <laughs> well, to be fair, he was willing to put his grandpa's medal on the line. The other people were willing his, to put an entire mountain on the line. He was like, I don't know, I got my grandpa's his family's honor, Nick. He's got pride, he's got skill, and he's got all of the souls that Shang Soon consumed to power him. <laughs> I'm I, going Donnie Tsunami. I'm going. I'm gonna go Brink. I got to. I have to I have to decide <laughs> damn it you can take it to the coin if you want Cody uh, I can we do, uh, Megan you're the you're in charge can we use them can we decide this using the only way we knew how the American voting coin of 2004 is brought to you by random.org okay so here's the thing about the coin is I get so nervous every time I listen to the show and Cody has the side that I want and then you guys start leaning towards the coin and I'm like no Cody no <laughs> you're gonna lose this for us damn it <laughs> And then okay. it always goes that way. But yeah, I guess. These are both uh, classics. And they're gonna, no matter what, all right. I feel like this guess. is, this is, this is a, this is a coin flip situation. This based is. on, on how passionate people are about these two movies. You get yeah. to choose. Okay. We got George Bush on one side, John Kerry on the other. You make the decision. You decide who represents who in this combat situation. Uh, I'm gonna say, I think George Bush is more of a fan of DCOM. So we'll go with him. That's probably fair. That's while, he's fair just out, while he's just running the country, he's just like, hey, they got that Eddie's million dollar cook-off going tonight. I'm not missing that for nothing. <laughs> I mean, they're I like, believe it. They're like, sir, it's the it's the G8 summit. You have it, to go to the dinner. Like, it, it's well, very well, important. Megan Kelly I, is on. We have yeah. evidence that Megan's not wrong because when 9-11 happened, he did not stop reading that children's book. <laughs> so which, George Bush will represent which decom? Johnny Tsunami. Johnny Tsunami. Johnny Tsunami. Okay, sorry, I missed that. Okay, so we will flip. Brink! Ah! Yes! I'm sorry. I should have just went with our feet. I should have just went with Johnny Tsunami. I did this to us. <laughs> it's exactly like she said it would it's happen. Exactly like she said it would happen. You were leaning one way, but then you went to the coin. Like, <laughs> and, I, and I now rule the bracket. Yes. <laughs> Order has been restored. Okay, we got All right. it. So Brink will be moving on to the final four and that is it 
for us folks. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Friendly Competition. If you want to help out your boys, a few things that you can do wherever you see our posts, like, share them, and then wherever you're listening to this, follow, rate, review, subscribe, all the great things. And then Megan, where can they do the same for you? Like I said, I'm on The Crit Show. We're an actual play podcast, mostly play Monster of the Week. We do other Powered by the Apocalypse systems. If you want to check us out, you can listen wherever you get podcasts or at thecritshowpodcast.com. You can join our Patreon for just $1 a month there and get access to our aggressively welcoming Discord community. Um, so nice. Just- oh my God. <laughs> I, I casually listen to The Crit Show. I got to episode 30 in the season one and I remember texting Megan like, I'm all in now. This is my life. I went and joined the Discord. I went and joined the Patreon. I got that $5 tier. So, you know, I'm getting that extra bonus content. Yeah, we do a bunch of cool stuff in the Discord too, like cooking contests, like gift exchanges, happy hour every week. Um, And then there's other tiers that give you like cool bonus content swag and other shows. So definitely check it out. If you're interested, we, we focus a lot on uh, teaching people how to play the games by playing the games. And it's really cool because we, we play, instead of making characters, we play as fictionalized versions of ourselves. So like in the show, my name is Megan and I have my same personality. I just also have like magic powers and stuff. Hell yeah. That's awesome. Follow us on all of our social medias while you're hitting up their social medias, go over to ours. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. Just look up at friendly comp pod. If you have an idea for a whole 16 team tournament, that you'd like to see us do just like Megan submitted you probably won't be a guest but you can still submit one at friendlycompetitionpodcast at gmail.com or you can go to our website friendlycompetitionpodcast.com go to contact and submit through there and as always shout outs to Charizard for our intro and outro music you want to hear more of their stuff head on over to Bandcamp type in Charizard and replace the vowels with sixes that is it for us folks group B gonna drop on Wednesday but until then I've been Nick Keller I'm Megan Elboy. And I'm Cody Lino. See you on the boat. Bye.